Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Mr. Maximus, if you can hear us, you should disconnect, reconnect, and see what's up. Yeah. That's a true statement. And if that doesn't work, then then disconnect, go to McDonald's real fast, and then <laughs> I went to McDonald's yesterday so I could get Hoopa. I need to do that still. And I had, like, the most disgusting meal I've ever had. What did you have? I don't know. It was like, I, it's McDonald's. I had McDonald's. That's the answer. But chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Paco! Grab your friends, it's that time Stop again! again. Welcome to the 212th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts... Uh, Bozifus. Mr. Maximus. And Sublime Manic. And we're here to bring you another awesome episode of Puckle. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, and if you're a new listener, welcome. If you're an old listener, thanks for coming back. <laughs> and if you're not listening, uh, go jump off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> not really, not really. Yeah. But you can hear me if you weren't listening anyway, so oh, it was... Just so, <laughs> anyway, Puckle is uh, Puckle is, is a Pokemon community, if you don't know, where we do battles and we have tournaments, and we also put out a weekly podcast where we talk everything Pokemon. So, uh, like I start every show, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Let's start with you, Bo. Okay, well, um, I've been working on my UUT scene, UUT scene? UUTC team pretty hard. Um, I just bred me a fletchling like two minutes ago, um, and <laughs> and I also uh, got one of the scissors from Smogon University's giveaway yesterday. Like, how their... they, is it just like three hundred, and they just do it on the GTS or something? On the, yeah, they just do it on the GTS, and it was like for a tentacool. And I noticed mm-hmm. that nobody was nicknaming their tentacool, so I nicked my nicknamed mine. Um, firmly grasp it, based on the. SpongeBob Jellyfish <laughs> episode, and uh, so I got a Scizor, so that's pretty cool. That's kind of cool. I don't have—I mean, I have a Scizor, but I just didn't have like a full competitive one. 
Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, that's all. That's that's all. Oh, and I got uh, a full art Mega Glalie EX that Scrawn should be jealous of. Oh, really? That's really cool. Yeah, I also have Chestnut and Zarowark break. I bought, like, I think a total of nine packs, and I have two breaks and two EXs from this year. That's mm. insanely good that's, luck. That's yes, yeah, that's, that's really good luck. That's like 50%. Yeah, one of the other EX is a Mega Mewtwo X EX. Ooh, ooh, yeah, pretty nifty. Oh man. Uh, so how about you, Maximus? What have you been up to lately? Um, likewise, like Bo said, I've been getting prepared for the UUTC. I guess uh, I'll give a spoiler to one of my Pokemon. I think I think we should take a minute to explain. I just realized that uh, if somebody's new, they don't understand what the UUTC is. Uh, the UUTC oh, yeah. is uh, stands for what is it, Bo? The Ultimate the Underground Ultimate Underground Tournament of Champions. Which is our annual OU tournament here at Puckle. Um, there are real-life prizes, which will hopefully be announced in the next couple of weeks, because I have to go get them first. And, uh, which is gonna, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's our annual OU tournament this year. You're allowed a roster of ten Pokemon that you're allowed to choose from for your team the entire year. And, uh, it's a, it's a really good time. It's double elimination. So even if you sign up, uh, you ha- you're guaranteed to have two battles in it, which is a lot of fun. And on top of that, you can also, uh, even if you, as long as you participate in all your battles, even if you like lose the first two rounds, you are guaranteed you, you you're in like our random drawing to win a prize because that's the way we do it. We'll have uh, three or four prizes. The first two will go to the winner and the runner-up of the tournament, and then the other prize or two will just go to uh, one or two random people that have actually participated in the tournament. But uh, yeah, continue, Maximus. All right. I apologize. It's fine. And, um, but I guess I'll, since Bo gave away one of his Pokemon, I guess I'll give away one of mine. Um, Mega Bayonet is not the only Pokemon you should be worried about. I got a, I just got a Pidgeotto that I'm breeding to, to fly high in the sky. And so, <laughs> if you know your Pokemon evolution, you should know what Pokemon to look forward to. <laughs> yes. And I just can't, since I just got back in town since last week, I was actually go to my, uh, my my local Pokemon gym, and I was able to open packs, do some battles on a video game and card game, mm-hmm. and I opened a full art Glalie EX. So, oh man, cool. we could we could wreak some havoc together. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, how about you, Sublime? What have you been up to lately? I mean, it's been a while I'm since not... you've been on the show. Yeah, it has been a while. I haven't been up to a whole, whole lot, um, very recently anyway, but I'm almost finished with catching, um, with excellent IVs, every legendary in my Ooh. Omega Ruby cartridge. I think I just need to catch Regice, um, Regigigas, and Deoxys. Ooh. And then I'll be done with every legendary in the game with excellent IVs and natures. And then I can reset it to catch them all over again, which is very meritorious for the topic. Of, <laughs> yeah, of course, it definitely is, 100%. Um, as for myself, I have been, uh, uh, I've been also preparing for the UTC. I actually finally sat down and started. I was actually practicing yesterday on Showdown. And uh, to tell you how rusty I am with OU, because I've been playing, uh, I've been playing a lot of Little Cup, as I'm sure most of you guys oh, know. Really? Yeah, I never talk about it, right? I never, I never knew that. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Little Cup, and I've also been playing more recently a lot of Battle Spot singles. Uh, so I'm like, I'm really, I'm really rusty in OU. And so yesterday, uh, I've been building a team, and I've been like bouncing some things off of some people, 
And I, I threw together a team. It's not, like, great and molded to perfection yet, obviously. But I, I'm, like, so rusty at my prediction skills in OU is that, like, I laddered up to, like, 1150 on the OU ladder. And then I just kept battling. And I eventually worked myself back down to 1,000. <laughs> uh, <laughs> slowly, slowly but surely, I worked my way back down to 1,000. Uh, just, like, I had a really off day yesterday. And uh, I'm hopefully going to, hopefully by the time the UTC starts, it'll be a bit better. But the meta is definitely a lot different than it was last year. Oh, yeah. It's a lot different than it was last year. That is that is for sure. And with, like, the most recent things happening, I'm really happy that Mega Sableye wasn't banned. Uh, not saying I'm going to run one, but Mega Sableye is most definitely one of my favorite Megas. Um, not the best Ghost Mega, though. Hmm? Not the best Ghost Mega, though. Uh, I mean, if you look at the viability rankings... The uh, best Ghost Megas in Ubers, duh. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> that's true. Or just in the VGC. Yeah, right. Uh, Gengar is definitely pretty big in the VGC. I don't know, we'll see. We'll, there's a lot that's going to happen in like this year's VGCs. I'm pretty excited. We're going to talk about this later. Hopefully, if you've looked at the topic name for the episode. but Nah, I didn't. You don't. You just don't ever look at the topic name? The, uh, no, I just wait for you to tell me. For those of you who can't read, which okay, you don't do. okay, I stopped doing that like a year ago. I know, but I still do it. I'm doing you a <laughs> solid, okay. <laughs> Somebody's somebody told me because uh, I used to say like, don't. Uh, for those of you who can't read, this is the topic, and I so I had a couple people tell me that they wanted to punch me every time I said that. <laughs> so, so I've stopped doing that. Hey. I stopped doing that. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so I guess that's what everybody's been up to in Pokemon. Um, I went and got Hoopa yesterday, actually, at McDonald's. Um, and, I don't know, I've just been doing general Pokemon things. Did you get any Happy Meal toys? I did not get any Happy Meal toys. I thought I have, about it. I thought about it. I have uh, Kyogre Primal and the Lugia one. I don't know why I would want those. I can go to Toys R Us and get like, these really, really cool figures, though. Yeah, but I got this one for like a buck fifty. That's like, true. But I'd, much, uh, I'd rather have nicer quality figures. Like the ones that they're putting out now, like if they're in those black boxes and they say trainer choice on them, they're pretty high quality. No, that's legit though. They they are. But Lugia, um, instead of like it looks like he's he's got a button that makes him flap his wings, mm-hmm. but they don't like go in full enough to flap, so it really <laughs> just like he's hugging. It's like Lugia hug you. Alright. Alright. <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Um, so I guess we'll go and we'll kick it over to the news. So cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. All right, and in the news. So let's get started by saying that Koro Koro did leak this week. Woo! Uh, but it did not leak anything that we were hoping it would leak. Womp womp. Uh, womp womp. It did not leak uh, Pokemon Z information, as we've all been hoping for, but instead it leaked uh, Volcanion. Uh, Volcanion is the water-fire-type Pokemon that is going to be distributed um, sometime within the next year. He is He is said to play a major role in... The 2016 movie, which is interesting and very expected. 
also, we have official Vulcanian news now. That's something, I guess. Just like Deancey had her own movie, and then Hoopa had his own movie. And now oh, Vulcanian. Wow. Yeah, right? Hoopa airs on the 19th, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, I, I was, that was part of the news. Uh, Oops. Oops. <laughs> I'm still getting the dock open, I'm sorry. It's a good segue. The uh, Hoopa the Clash of Ages, the movie, is going to be aired on Cartoon Network uh, on December 19th at 6pm, I believe. I had all those facts right, cool. Uh, and uh, actually before that, they're going to be showing the Arceus movie. Which is uh, interesting in itself, because I'm pretty sure the yeah. RCS movie has something to do with the Hoopa movie as well. Really? I, hmm. I, like, I like it when the movies actually have continuity. <laughs> Most of That's, them just yeah. ignore it by writing stories that are just, like, essentially longer Pokemon episodes. Oh, that makes sense, yeah, because in the RCS movie, like, they just come out of nowhere, those legendaries, not unlike Hoopa's rings. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening, I believe. Um it's really, really cool and interesting, and I'm very excited. And, like, I'm pretty sure they confirmed the uh, the Latios and the Latios to actually be the ones from Pokemon Heroes and stuff like that. So I'd like to see if, like, the Lugia that's in the movie is actually the one from Pokemon the Movie 2000. Wait, or the one... like Wait why is Latios... Latios, dis... Latios... Yeah, Latios disappeared. Uh, kind of, sort of. They didn't disappear. They just, like, hid, right? They were invisible in Pokemon Heroes, right? They had, like... For some reason, they, they had the powers of invisibility in Pokemon Heroes. No, no, come no. on! You know, in the, in, the, in the movie, what do you mean? Latios sacrificed himself. Oh, that's right. You're right. I can get why Latios is there, but well, maybe it's like a time thing too. Maybe it's like, who knows? Uh, I I don't know. I'm pretty pumped. It's supposed to be like fan service with all of the, uh, all of like the Pokemon and stuff on it. But um, if you can't wait until December 19th, apparently it's on YouTube. I found out today. Because the English dubs are was shown like a month and a half ago in Europe and Australia. Oh. So <laughs> you can just go watch it on YouTube. If you want to watch me, it that Kyrim. <laughs> Gosh dang it. That movie was awful. <laughs> that movie was so bad. You can't even get matter. me started. It was, it was Ed Elric. That's all that matters. Me and, uh, me, yeah, it was. Uh, App and I used to just have like so much fun talking about that movie because it was so bad. Um, moving on, um, we got a new Pokken Fighter character this week announced, which was Sceptile, um, which is actually really exciting because, um, I don't know if I've ever voiced this before, but I think Sceptile would have been one of the cooler Pokemon to have put in Pokken Fighter, or in Smash Brothers, as a fighter. Makes sense. I, I think, Definitely. I think it would be a good balance and it'd be something different than what we already have. And, uh... You know, you have Charizard, who's a fire-type starter, and Greninja, who's a water-type starter. Well, you might as well throw in DLC for Sceptile, a grass-type starter. And it would make it's sense. It's just not a good generation. Right, <laughs> like, they have to promote what's new. Yeah, exactly. And so, I don't know. I thought it would have been really cool, because it, it corresponded with the Auras release and everything. And Didn't Smash come, like, a year before? No, uh, Auras and um, uh, Smash were released on the same day. I remember this, because really? I went and got them both on the same day. From GameStop. I went to the midnight release party because they had a midnight release party for Smash, but I wanted Pokemon. And I was getting a Smash anyway, too. It was That was a fun weekend, actually. Uh, because not all, we did, like, a live episode. We did, uh, I got, I had a party where we all just played Smash for, like, six hours <laughs> um, with my friends. And then also Misty actually moved to, uh, to a lo- geographically similar area that same weekend. And it was uh, it was it was a good weekend. That was a good weekend. Hmm. Nine out of ten would do it again. 
I would I would definitely do that weekend again. That was that was a blast. That was a that was a good time. <laughs> Play Smash Bros. Wii for the first time again. Wii U for the first time again. I would do it. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, was <laughs> a good time. But yeah, Sceptile is a uh, as a fighter in Pokemon Fighters. It's very exciting. Um, I think he looks like one of the cooler characters. Um, I'm I, I mean, I think all the characters were good choices and look very fun. Um, I'm happy to see one that he wasn't in Type Wild, and two that it's uh, not Pikachu Libre esque. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a fighting game like aficionado. I know Ethan would be like freaking out right now. Um, uh, they also showed two new supports for Pokémon Fighters as well, which are Farfetch'd and Electrode. Um, yeah, I know Bo was really excited about Farfetch'd. I love that far-fetched. What, my, what does he do? What does he do? I don't, I'm not sure what his support thing does. I just liked ducks a whole lot in red and blue. D-U-X. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Far-fetched. Du- ducks the far-fetched. <laughs> uh, in my original playthrough of red and blue when I was eight years old, I went through the game with ducks the far-fetched. I'm pretty sure I did. He was like my main guy with my Venusaur. Yeah, he was, he was actually really good compared to uh, a lot of Pokemon. Because I had uh, well, a Pidgeot, early, early, uh, just, early flying oh. types at least. Yeah, I mean, I just he, he's just middle of the road once you get everybody involved and everything. But at the time, he's like really good. And being eight years old, you don't actually understand. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting. I mean, I'm 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 pretty excited for this. Electrode's also in it, and of course uses I believe explosion. Um, I could be wrong. So he does what he does with Smash. Yeah, uh, I kind of, sort of. He like goes out and he like punches the other guy. I think. Punches. Yeah, or like he hits him, not punches, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh oh my gosh. Uh, I just I was trying to figure out if I could find a place without watching the rewatching the video what Farfetch did, uh. But I just got to this comment thread where the guy said Farfetch should have been playable. <laughs> um, and yes. honestly, I don't know that I could. I I can't say that I don't agree. <laughs> Uh, Pokemon with weapons, dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm really surprised other Pokemon like Gallade haven't shown up. Or like... Because we... Like, Gallade would be a good fit. Uh, Weavile? Weavile's already in there. Oh, I thought so. Uh, (laughs) I would like Zangoose, just because he's one of my (laughs) all-time favorites. I mean, I love Zangoose. I would totally support Zangoose. Thank you. This is really bad because, like, I feel like we're a lot of not fighting po- fighting game people, and we're gonna make these decisions. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I I feel like this is gonna like I have I have literally played very few fighting games, and I will probably play this one more than I should. Zangus really spoke to me because he was like the original emo Pokemon along with Absol. That's like, true. Two of, my, two of my favorites from Gen three. That's true. That would be very awesome. interesting, actually. Rocking back to emo bow. <laughs> uh, in other news, uh, well, our topic today is that the VGC 2016 rules have come out, so we're going to discuss this more in depth here in a few minutes. But Ooh. at the same time, we also uh, know the world's location and dates, which is kind of exciting. Maybe it could be exciting for certain people. I don't know. Oh, Anybody actually, on the West Coast, it is on the West Coast this year. Uh... It's in San Francisco. <laughs> It's in Wait, San Francisco this year. Hmm? That's even farther. 
Yeah, it's even farther away. Well, Worlds this year was in Boston, so now it's... I mean, I'm really surprised to see that it stayed in on this continent for so long. Like, I'm not. I'm not at all. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, it's 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 a really it's a huge thing that it's always in like the U.S. except for that one time it was in Vancouver. Yeah, that's that's why I'm not surprised is because it's always on this continent. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's uh, never, so I don't think the world ever not been on this continent. Uh, I mean, it's been in Hawaii, I believe, at least once. Yeah, still it was North in America. Hawaii once, but yeah, that I mean, is still the U.S. It's still the U.S. technically, but it's much much closer to Japan. So okay, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool though. Like the midpoint for everybody. Yeah, I thought I thought Hawaii was a great place for it. I mean, to be fair, it's like very expensive to fly there for pretty much everybody involved. Right, but, but then when the parents are like, "Oh gosh, I have to drag my thirteen-year-old to a Pokemon convention." Well, at least I get to go to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so the dates this year are going to be August nineteenth to August twenty-first in the San Francisco Marriott Marquis Hotel. So that's uh, if you're going to go to Worlds, that's the, go to San Francisco. It's only like one of the most expensive places to visit. It's so expensive. But San Francisco's awesome, so it's worth the trip. Anyway. That's true. That's true. Like it's a really cool vacation spot, at least to be fair. And uh, maybe I, I don't think I'm going to go to Worlds this year, but I I might go to Worlds like next year or no, I guess 2017. Location depending. Lo- yeah, location exactly. depending. If it's in Japan, I'm not right. going. It's like, uh, nope. <laughs> no, I'm not going to Japan. Uh, put it put in St. Louis. Put it in, put it in, there's always a St. Louis regional. I, I don't think they'd put a, yeah, well, uh, the no. world championships in a city with that's not that has like a regional event. Oh, yeah, and we also have like the third highest crime rate in the United States, so... <laughs> yeah. That sounds... No, that's not why at all. Uh... <laughs> uh <laughs> Okay, so Puckle News is the uh, is what I'm going to shift to now, and I believe the only thing in Puckle News at the currently at the current time is that uh, friendly reminder: the UUTC uh, rules and everything are up on the website. Uh, signups are already open, so you have until I believe January 9th to sign up for the UUTC. It'll start promptly on the 11th of January. That's, that's only three podcasts away, folks. That's like three or four podcasts away. Ah. Uh, so definitely get your teams in by then and get them ready. I mean, I'm going to do that for sure. And mm-hmm. uh, I still have a long way to go, though, for team building. Me too. Uh, <laughs> and I'm super rusty. Me three. But we can uh, we can definitely have some fun, battle it up, have a chance to win some cool prizes, and just get to know each other better. I, I mean, I love hanging out with you guys yep. in all forms, on the internet, in real life, and in spirit through the podcast. For all no, you silent still, listeners. It's still um Bring Ten Pick Six, right? Yeah, it's Bring Ten Pick Six. Okay. Yeah. Which is uh which is a lot of fun. I I mean we found that, that that format works a lot better because sometimes you could just end up with a team that just like counter teams you, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. And you don't that just takes the fun out of it, right? Because you're just like, well I can't beat this person because he has the one Pokemon I don't have a check for. Right. So but each well, that doesn't make sense that each game be, um, well, I guess it kind of does. I was going to say each round should be two out of three then, but... Uh, that's, just imagine the time on that. That would just take forever. Not really, because, I mean, if you're sitting down with the person and you make the battle, like, make the time to make one battle, I mean, how much I difference... I mean, okay, have you ever battled Shamu? 
Yes, yes. Okay. There are those. Like that. You're asking for a three-hour ordeal there. Like that's that's I mean, that's pretty time-intensive. But okay. All right. We'll we'll hash this out later. Well, we can hash it out later. But I, I think this year it's going to be uh, just one battle per round. I mean, it really does. As long as the two of you decide, like, hey, you want to do one or do you want to do two out of three? Like, I mean, yeah. If you want to, if you want to do it on your own and change it to two out of three, uh, yeah, that's fine okay. by me. I just don't probably don't I'll, claim that I'll, it's an official thing. Spoiler alert! That's probably what I'll try to get you to do. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's that's what we got going on in Puckle right now in the community. So uh, check that out if you haven't already. Pucklepodcast.com. Uh, so we're going to take a short break, and then we'll come right back at you guys with the topic discussion for today. Hey, this is Misty, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your Puckle fix. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. And if you have time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, since fan emails make up a good chunk of our show. So join the Puckle community today. And on to the topic. Our topic today is VGC 2016 rules. They were just announced earlier this week, and we've brought Sublime Manic, who is our resident VGC expert here at Puckle, to uh, discuss the rules with us, and he's definitely got his own opinions, as we heard just a few minutes ago while we were in between segments. And so, uh, it's very interesting. So, the uh, rules this year allow for you to use uh, two legendary Pokemon on your team, which I think, I, I, I don't know if I ever said this on the show, but this is the way I thought this this year was going to go. Very much so, like, uh, I believe this happened in 2010, right, Sublime? 2010, yeah. It's been yeah. a long time since yeah. the 2010 rule set. A lot of changes, so it but definitely yeah. won't be anything like it, but it's based on those rules. Yeah, it's it's very it's it's similar to those rules. And uh we so uh let's go over it real quickly. It's a double Pokemon double Pokemon battle. You have to use Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire. Um you can't use mythical Pokemon. Mythical Pokemon are Pokemon that are defined as uh being event only. Um we also have uh we also have but you're allowed two of any of the other legendary Pokemon which exists. Well, banned, let's be right? clear. There's lots of legendary Pokemon that have yes. always been allowed, right? Like yeah. the genies are legendary mm-hmm. Pokemon. You can use them, etc. Like all of those 580 based that total Pokemon. Most of those are like have always been legal. Yeah. Um, these are like your cover art legendaries when you buy a video game, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. on the cover of X and Y, you have Xerneas, Veltal. Like it's those levels of legendary. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be very interesting though. Um, let's see what else. Uh, they must be playing the place in the battle box. Pokemon can't hold Soldu. Uh, that's a good thing. Um, Soldu is ridiculous. Um, Pokemon are level fifty. Players can use hidden abilities. I'm not sure why that rule was made explicit. Um, that seems like a very odd rule to be like, yeah, you can use your hidden abilities. I, I feel like most of them are readily available for, on cartridges now. Well, was wasn't last year you weren't allowed to use Safari Pokemon? No, you could. No, use, you were. You were. You could. Maybe it was the year before. It just um the Pentagon rule still exists is the thing. Yeah, so you can't bring like a it's Pokemon. Got to be caught in a Gen Six game. Mm-hmm. Uh, players may use items that have been officially released. Blah blah blah. 
And the blue Pentagon rule still exists, so no, uh, I guess, justified tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Or not tornadoes, uh, thunderous. Uh, so... No tornadoes. Does tornadoes have it? Okay, never mind. Yeah, well, they both do, but, both, like, yeah. tornadoes won the world championship in 2013 with it. <laughs> sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, okay. So... So... Or was it 14? Anyway. Uh, I noticed both you, uh, Sublime, and Maximus have, I believe, differing opinions on this meta. So, uh, how about you go first, Sublime? What What are your initial thoughts right now? On... It's such a, like... First of all, the rules don't go into effect until the start of next year, mm-hmm. which is always how it happens. They announce the rules in advance, and so any regional you go to through the rest of 2015 is still going to use VGC 15 rules. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about it. I have no idea how it's going to develop. I think a lot of people are super fearful just about they see the legendaries that are allowed in, like Mega Rayquaza, for example, is allowed. Mm-hmm. And people freak out about that. I really don't think it's going to be a big deal, and it'll all take care of itself. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Maximus? But, oh, wait, yeah, keep going. Keep going. No, sorry. But, like, every year, um, as soon as the rule, like, especially this type of rule set gets announced, people are like, herp derp, silly Nintendo, allowing things that are in Ubers, like Mega Gengar, and especially this year, you have yeah. Mega Rayquaza yeah. allowed, mm-hmm. but you can't use Fione. And I'm like, you can't use Fione because you can't obtain Fione. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the only reason the Pokemon that are banned are banned is because they're event-only Pokemon. So it's a matter of fairness rather than whether the things that are banned are overpowered. Yeah. No, it, it's, I 100% agree and with that. And that just always bears repeating every year. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Maximus? What are your thoughts on this so far, this meta? I'm not really have a problem. I'm just really scared in a sense <laughs> because I don't know I don't know if it was last episode or a couple episodes beforehand. You guys were talking about a combination with Mega Rayquaza and Lugia. And with the rules here, it's going to be kind of scary. With that marble scale, the flying mm-hmm. weakness is gone. Now it's only weak to only, was it, um, which was that? Dark. Go- dark and ghosts. Dark. Yeah, dark and ghosts are its only weaknesses with marble scale. Yeah. And I think, that- I think Mega Rayquaza pairing up with Thunderous is a bit more scary. Uh, is a bit scarier, right? You have, uh, you're going to get Delta Stream and then Thunderous has no weaknesses. Which, uh, I mean, it's kind of a problem, but I think Thunderous is fairly fragile. But most Thunderous in the VGC are built bulky. That's true, that's true. Uh, Bo, do you have any thoughts? Wait, quick question. Does Molt Breaker negate Delta String? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Because, Uh, here's the thing. It's a weather, so it can't negate the weather. Yeah, Yeah, I think think it, uh, Cloud 9 will, though? Cloud 9 will. Cloud 9 will. Cloud Nine will. So everybody, get your gold ducks ready. Yep, gold ducks. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Gold duck. There are only three Pokemon that have Cloud Nine. Uh, you have Golduck, which is the only one that has it as a not hidden ability. And then I believe it is Licky Licky. Altaria and Licky Licky. Yeah, Licky Licky and Altaria, which is going to be oh, very interesting. You, maybe. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a lot of Altaria. To, like, Altaria might have a moment. I actually think Golduck is actually the most likely of the three because with a Choice Scarf, mm-hmm. it can one-shot both um, Primal, Groudon, and Mega Rayquaza. That's really cool, actually. Um, I'm going to keep that in mind, <laughs> actually. With uh, with an Ice Beam or an Ice... Right, um... Ice Beam or Hydro Pump, right? So yeah. it can take care of both of those like super huge threats in one slot. Yeah, I know Golduck's been used actually a lot in Anything Goes for the specific purpose. 
uh, taking out both Mega Rayquaza, which I know a lot of people are like, this this segment's going to be a lot of how to handle Mega Rayquaza, right? I really don't think Mega Rayquaza is the biggest threat. What do you think is the biggest threat then? Um, a lot because you can already start playing this rule set on Pokemon Showdown, and yeah. what's really seemed to be much more popular right now is Primal Groudon with Xerneas, mm-hmm. and you complete the core with Mega Kangaskhan. Because keep in mind, Primal evolutions yeah. are not Mega evolutions, mm-hmm. so, so you what, can have uh, your Primals and a Mega, and so yeah. um, Kangaskhan provides Fake Out, so Xerneas can do the Power Herb Geomancy. Oh yeah. And it has amazing synergy with Primal Groudon in terms of typing because Groudon can get rid of all of Xerneas's weaknesses, basically. That's very. It takes out yeah. any poison attacks or um, mm-hmm. steel attacks as well. So that's actually that's very interesting. And then huh? it, once Xerneas gets its boost, Mega Rayquaza isn't really an issue because you'll mm-hmm. have Moonblast. Yeah, better that's... get the Quagsires out. <laughs> oh man, maybe my, uh, unaware Clefable or something. Yeah, were that of like um, I don't know if you guys remember the Gen Four anime where Ash was in the Pokemon League and there was that guy Tobias who had a Darkrai and a Latios. I thought it was total BS on that episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I I did too. I was, but I was like, man, look at this guy. He's such a noob. He's bringing legendaries into the Pokemon League. Like, it is. Anybody can catch those. It's you know, it's, it's just be, one of those like, oh, this guy brought Mega here, Mewtwo X onto Battle Spot. What a noob! It's gonna but, be pretty uh, necessary here, though. I think, right? Because yeah, you're not so, gonna be able to bring like a team that was doing well enough in VGC 2015 to this meta and expect to right. Succeed. And I think that's what because there's not the release of a new game this year or mm-hmm. new mechanics. Oh, this is yeah, that's 100 what they did, right? And uh, no, nothing new happened between uh, Di- or Platinum coming out and HeartGold Soul Silver. So they, uh, it, they it made well. It made Lugia and Ho Oh and um, the legendary beats more readily available. No, they were already available. Um, uh, uh, well, I mean, sort of, but they, not they as, were already available uh, through uh, through other means. So you had to transfer them from Gen Three. You could transfer Ho Oh. No, you could transfer Ho Oh and Lugia. From from what? What can uh, you get? Ho Ho you can get from Pokemon Coliseum if you if you uh, beat the. Battle Mountain thing, you get a ho oh. What? Yeah. What? I did well, it when I was well, a kid. Okay, but by that logic, you could get uh, a Manaphy if you just play Pokemon Ranger and yeah. then put it on a Dr. Pearl well, and then trade that, it. That, the that's an event thing. That's an event thing, right? But Manaphy's banned. It's an event. It's a mythical Pokemon. That's different. These aren't events. Like, you could have bought Pokemon Coliseum. Manaphy is not an event. Manaphy is. You you beat Pokemon Ranger, you get the egg, you transfer it to Diamond and Pearl, and then you can trade it all the way up to X and Y. But you were saying that it breaks the Pentagon rule. What? Yeah, it does. Well, now it does. But we're talking about what BGC is, what 2010. Does that mean? Okay, so the Pentagon rule was implemented with Generation Six. You can only use Pokemon that you obtain in Generation oh. Six games. In the Pent in the Kalos. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Or Oras still has the Pentagon rule, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. That's okay. that's right. I just uh, I guess forgot the technical term. Okay. Well. <laughs> Well, okay. Yeah, but no, like uh, they they were readily available in 2010. Like you could there if you bought Pokemon I... Coliseum and XD, it was considered like perfectly legal and stuff, and da 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 da. But you, I mean, you could have they were they were technically I think Lugia and Ho were technically events in Fire Red and Leaf Green. 
Uh, but that event was never released in the U.S., as far as my knowledge goes. Also, events before Gen 4 were just awful to get to. Oh, yeah. They were, Eon ticket. <laughs> they were, like, they were absolutely... I got the Eon ticket, actually, because you got that from uh, Nintendo Power. Uh, if you were subscribing to Nintendo Power, it was just sitting in there. But you also had to have either an e-reader yourself or a friend with an e-reader. Which is uh, mm-hmm. very difficult to do sometimes. So, I had an e-reader, and the first thing I scanned was a Machop card that I got out of a pack. Yeah! And it loaded the, it, and it loaded this Machop minigame, and mm-hmm. I thought it was so cool. But then, every time I plugged my e-reader back into my Game Boy Advance, it just loaded that Machop game, and I couldn't do anything else. And I tried my hardest to swipe, like, all my other cards <laughs> or anything to get it to work, and it just wouldn't work. And I don't know if it was just because I was, you know, like, 11 or 12, and I just didn't understand how things worked, or if it's because mine glitched or whatever. But it's e-reader, like, man, if e-reader... I just had not gotten rid of that, I bet I'd still have it and and. Oh, you man. know what the e-reader reminds me of? It actually reminds me of Amiibo. Like, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but never mind about Amiibo. We don't need to talk about Amiibo anymore. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> no need to feed the thirst. No, no need. No need. I have, I, I don't even, I barely own any Amiibo, I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> back to VGC 2016. So, um, lots of, lots of cool things that we can use. A lot of new, cool tools, um, and new tools. I like that core that you mentioned, Sublime, actually, with Gra- Primal Groudon and... Xerneas and Mechakangaskhan. Yeah. With who me- provides fake-out support to help Xerneas set up. Yeah, and then A lot Primal- of good things going on there. Yeah, that's actually, that's really interesting, and I'm really sad to see that Mechakangaskhan is gonna possibly be prominent again. Prob- oh, it's definitely not done, no. All the- and neither are the genies, if you think about it, because... Yeah. Landorus offers... Intimidate, and here's the reason. Reason number one, I don't think Mega Rayquaza is going to be nearly as dangerous as people might imagine, mm-hmm. is because of how infinitely popular Intimidate is in That's the BGC true. compared to a singles format. And mm-hmm. almost all Mega Rayquaza sets that I'm aware of are sing um are physical. Well, you're, if you're running, you if you're running Delta Ascent. Stream, right? Or not Delta right. Stream? It's uh, it's what's it called? Uh, Dragon Ascent. Dragon Ascent, right? That one, yeah. Plus, it, Dragon as an atta- offensive type is pretty mediocre. Mm-hmm. Like you would want to use its flying special, like flying typing. Yeah, no, especially with the you get the stab from it, and I think Dragon mm-hmm. Ascent is like, I, I find it's it very odd type. that it's a flying type move, but it's called Dragon Ascent, right? Let's yeah. take a minute to appreciate that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's, plus, uh, and then Thunderous can just paralyze it, and then it's. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. I mean, it could be. I mean, there, I, there's a lot. It's a lot different than playing singles, right? Absolutely. Like, so I really don't think it's going to be this big. Oh no! Everybody, watch out because Mega Rayquaza is around. It's like no. It's obviously going to be a very important threat to be prepared for, and mm-hmm. every team needs to be prepared for. But I don't think it's going to be this. Well, yeah, I, I meta game like behemoth. I found in like the uh, past, um, what is it? In the past like couple years, like VGC's definitely you know taken off, obviously, right? And uh, a lot of people that play the format like play it alongside playing singles. I feel like that's a very good portion of the people who are, like, in the middle ground of VGC competitions are the people who also play, like, OU singles, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Such as myself. Uh, And they're the people that are, like, in the middle ground of VGC. And I I know a lot of them always try to come in and comment on the, uh, 
try to comment on like this new tier coming from a singles perspective, right? Because yeah, in singles, yeah, Mega Rayquaza is scary. Um, but in doubles, it's a lot different. You you have so much going on in doubles, which makes it a completely different game, a different beast altogether. And it's why people you can be like the best player in the world at OU, but doesn't mean you're going to be good at playing BGC format. Definitely. Mm. So I think I I would really that's really one of the things I think people need to pay attention to. And that just goes to show like how diverse of a game Pokemon really is because um there are not very many games uh, at all where you're good at one mm-hmm. uh aspect of it uh and just not at the other, you know. Yeah. Um it's just like I'm it, yeah, it's... I'm thinking of any other any other game like especially uh FPS games. Mm-hmm. Like if you're good at that game, you're just good at that game. Like that's all there is to it. I'm thinking of like Counter-Strike. Um either I mean there's nobody that's good at the terrorist side that's not good at the counter-attack side. Like it's just Yeah, it, Pokemon, po- you can you can either run singles, you can run doubles, you can run I mean there's it's triple huge, battles. There, there's now, so many different things you can do and it's it's absurd. Right. And th- I mean points. I mean it's awesome at the same time, right? There's so and many different ways like, to play. And like that's just a great example. Like uh just because you're good at Little Cup doesn't mean you're good at anything else. Oh, uh, I mean I just talked about how I how I laddered <laughs> myself back down to a thousand yesterday. Like no joke. I watched my rating and I'm just like, oh wow. I'm that guy that you see when you beat him, like when you just like make a new account, right? I'm that guy that you see that you saw his ranking was a thousand eight and you just knocked him down to a thousand. I was that guy. And I was like, wow, I'm feeling real strong today. I'm feeling real strong. But yeah, you know, you're one hundred percent right. Uh Pokemon is this this part of what Pokemon's fun, right? And we all play Pokemon. Because we really, really right. like uh we really, really like playing these different formats. And we have all of these different formats available to us, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's very it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be one of the things that keeps us coming back. And uh, those are the people that, but the people that are like trying to play everything at once keep coming to analyses of these metas, which is why we brought Sublime here. They keep coming to these analyses of these metas because of the uh, because they're coming from a singles background when they should be coming from a doubles background. <laughs> And uh, that's thankfully we have Sublime who can come here and be like, no, Mega Rayquaza is not a threat. I mean, it's a threat. Don't say I didn't say it wasn't a threat. <laughs> oh, that's a, I just don't think it's going <laughs> to dominate the way people think. Oh no, this thing from anything goes is in a format. I'm like, that's no, true. it's not an issue. I I'm definitely everyone just about, needs though. to calm down. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run uh, Primal Growdown. And I'm gonna run Golduck, and I'm gonna run Xerneas, and I'm gonna run Mega Kangaskhan. That's what I've learned today. And Ferrothorn. <laughs> and Ferrothorn. Actually, I'm really excited to try Primal Groudon with Cresselia because here's what I'm so excited about with mm-hmm. the Primal reversions being in a doubles format now mm-hmm. is other abilities and moves that interact with their abilities, like Skill Swap, That's will true. reset um, Desolate Land even if a Primal Kyogre switches in on you. So That's you'll get cool. your weather back, and this is so exciting, so exciting. <laughs> Primal Groudon's only weakness, because of Desolate Land, is ground. So what happens when you skill swap with a Cresselia? Oh man, that's true. Mm. Boom. Levitate! 
That's really that's actually really cool. No weaknesses. None. That's really cool actually. Uh, with your weather still out. Yeah. Um I'm uh the one thing I wanted to talk about because I think this is a very big issue um at least to me is that now that we have legendaries as being a part of this, I know it's been a commentary that's uh, critical of the VGCs, is that so many people just, like, hack their games to get perfect IV legendaries, right? Bye-bye to that. Um, well, it's still going to be happening, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very hard for, um, I think, the normal person to start playing VGCs, right? For some, like, I, I think this is a very disheartening meta to walk into. Because you're going to come in and it's going to be like, well, I'd have to soft reset for like six hours to get a good one. But that guy just spent three minutes on his power saves changing the IVs of his Pokemon. Right? Yeah. I don't think power saves get through a lot of the time. The more common method of obtaining perfect legendaries is through a glitch when you trade. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's say someone soft resets for a completely perfect Rayquaza, as an example. Okay. And then... You trade with them, and someone has to turn their cartridge off halfway through the trade. Both people will have it afterwards. Okay. Right. So that's far more common, and it's um, it's not a hacked Pokemon. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I still, I still feel like it's gonna kind of dishearten new players from joining the game, which it's been doing an well, excellent it's job. Well, it's still of the a lot easier. Years. It's still a lot easier to catch good legendaries now than it used to be, thanks to them having three perfect IVs to begin with. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's going to be easier to catch them, but at the same time, I don't know. I I'm really worried about. And like, that barrier has existed before, like last year. Oh like, yeah, the genies one... were the best Pokemon, right? Yeah, no, I I agree that that barrier same. exists. I just I I I was just kind of hoping in my heart of hearts that there would be a way to overcome like Landorus. And they, we were having this discuss, discussion the other day. They they definitely have like chalk was uh, chalk was countered at regionals, and. And, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, like, I played this kid when we went to Nationals this past year. Uh, some kid is just like, hey, you want to battle me? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll battle you. And so he brings this Landorus in, right? And I have, I have my competitive Pokemon hat on. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, man, that Landorus should be able to outspeed me. And it didn't, right? And I'm like, oh, why didn't it outspeed me? And I was talking to this kid, and he's just like, well, you know, I'm running. Well, first of all, the kid wasn't very good at Pokemon. Let's let's start with that. Um, he he was running uh, extra sensory and fissure on his uh, on his Landorus. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm just like, maybe you should try like Earthquake or something instead of Fissure. And then uh, Bo might get a kick out of this. But he then told me, he then told me, well, it works for me. It works for me when it works. And, yeah, thirty percent uh, of the time. Can we move on? Yeah, it was like thirty percent of the time. It will work, but it's a it's an but awful. But earthquake move. will work for you one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, and it will probably have just about the same effect. <laughs> yeah. Um. But whatever. Uh. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I want I want to see kids like that be able to like get into it without having to worry about catching legendaries and stuff. And I don't know. I, that's it's definitely one of my pet peeves. I'd like I, I want to see the game grow and. It's definitely a problem when like chalk takes over like that, and you have Cressalia, yeah. Heatran, and I feel like and chalk Landorus. was just luck, to be honest. The way that it happened, I, I think so as well. I, I would just, I really hate the idea of like legendaries like that taking over. And I know a lot of people just, just don't want don't. legendaries in general being used. And so, and so um, um, 
And I would just like to see, uh, you know, just see it grow with more young people playing the game, I guess. But yeah. That's where I'm at right okay. now. Uh, so any final comments, anybody, on anything? Uh, yeah, I have a couple, a number of final comments I okay, want to get go out for it. concerning the VGC while I'm around today. Um, of course. I think Mega Mawile is going to make quite a comeback. Really? Because yeah. it offers Intimidate, and its typing is so good, and mm-hmm. it pairs up so well with Primal Kyogre. Hmm. I think Trick Room is going to be bigger than ever. Like, in 2010, you saw Mewtwo carrying Iron Ball. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, expect Trick Room to be extremely powerful this year. And um, expect legendaries other than the, like, Trinity from Hoenn to make interesting splashes as well. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see how they're going to perform. That's, I, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything from Bo and Maximus? Uh, Mega Mewtwo Y. <laughs> Mega Mewtwo Y. I'm, I'm probably I'm, gonna run one to be honest. I want to. I want to run a Mewtwo because Mewtwo's Mewtwo's my jam, man. That's what I'm saying. And like, when was the last time I actually got to play with a Mewtwo? Yeah, right. <laughs> 2010. Yeah. So yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited. Oh man, that's good. That's good. Maximus, anything? Nope. I'm um, contemplating what I'm gonna be doing, but I have nothing right now. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's move on. Then we're gonna take a small commercial break, and we'll come right back at you guys with the poke of the episode. So, Bo, we will catch you on the flip flop. Come on down to Thatch and Bosefis's flip flop emporium, where we got all kinds of flip flops down here, like like red ones, and we got blue ones. We got yellow ones too. We've got some with stripes. And, and some of polka dots. We've got some in plaid. Oh yeah, we even got some that don't even work. Yeah, we've got some without the thongs on it, so it's just kind of a foam pad. But you can still hit people with it. It's yeah. a flip flop. It's great. So come on down to Thatch and Bo's flip flop emporium, where we'll catch you on the flip flop. Polka the episode. And welcome back. Our poke of the episode this week is National Dex number 383, Groudon, the Continent Pokemon. Its Ruby Pokedex entry states, Groudon has long been described in mythology as the Pokemon that raised lands and expanded continents. This Pokemon took sleep after a cataclysmic battle with Kyogre. That's actually really cool, because that, that brings together its lore. That's actually really cool. That was a good choice, Bo. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good at choosing. You're really you're really good at choosing. Uh, we're, of course, <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about Groudon today because Groudon is um, one of the Pokemon that Sublime said is probably that could potentially be really good. Um, also, it's a primal reversion, which doesn't count as your Mega Evolution this year in the VGCs. So that's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um, so we have Groudon, but Primal Groudon is probably what you're going to run over Groudon. Let's be honest, right? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, um, yeah. it's it's free. It doesn't even take a turn to evolve to to primal evolve. It just happens. He gets a stat boost in attack and defense. He gets desolate land, which is like permanent sun, but prevents water type attacks from working. Uh, what quadruple weakness? Uh, one quadruple weakness exactly, but it's gone. No, it, yeah. It's gone. 
and so uh it's uh he's he's ground fire type at this point um but he's, his defenses go up, his, well, his physical defense goes up, his special attack goes up, his attack goes up. Uh, it, there's just nothing to not like about him. Uh, just nothing. He gets his own, uh, he gets his own attack, pres, uh, blades, precipice blades. Precipice blades, Precipice yeah. blades. I don't know if you would run that, uh, is the extra 20 base power worth it over the 15% loss in accuracy? I feel like it's going to be a choice that people are going to have to make. Fun fact, yeah, Yeah. it's the whole power versus accuracy thing, but Precipice Blades does not target your ally the way Earthquake does. Oh, so that might actually be uh, be a plus, right? Yep. So, uh, Oh, oh, that reminds me, you could do Gravity plus Groudon, um, Primal Groudon has also been doing really good lately. Really? Gravity? Who's using Gravity? Because then Precipice Blades is completely accurate, and you target things like Mega Rayquaza because they get grounded. Ooh, that sounds like a lot of fun. There's there's a lot of fun things going on here. Um, Primal Groudon sounds like a lot of fun. I may have to try this. I may have to try that. And But yeah, let's see. Uh, what would you uh, suggest for a set, since you're the expert here, Sublime? Honestly, I feel like this is a really big case of four-slot move syndrome, especially mm-hmm. because Groudon can go mixed or special. Yes. I People think, oh, it's attack set is higher, but 150 special attack is the same thing as tons of legendaries. Yeah, that's, that's like a huge, that's a set, huge right? stat. That is a huge stat. It's the one that gets boosted the most by 50, right? And mm-hmm. you think about all of the fire attacks that can hit harder on the special side, like Eruption, which is huge in the VGC, and... I feel like Groudon's going to be an extremely versatile Pokemon in the VGC because of how big its moves pull is and how it can go on either side of the spectrum. It's going to be very and fun. And be tailor-made to fit, like, fit whatever you need it to do. It's going to be very fun to run, I think. And there's going to, there's tons of ways to like run this. I mean, you can't you can't go pick up one of the Primal Groudon sets, I believe, from Smogon. Just because right now they're all single sets, and you definitely don't want to do that, right? <laughs> But no. you can, uh, Although it's a good place to get ideas. Yeah, there's a lot of ideas. A lot of the sets are actually running Stealth Rock, which is not good in VGCs. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you can take a look there. I think to begin with, you probably want to just start... I mean, you can start you go bulky, I guess. Um, though I would I would suggest maybe maxing out the maxing out the stat you want to use for attack, whether it be special attack or, or regular attack. But it's uh, there's definitely going to be, like... Uh, it's going to be a lot of Wars of Giants, I think, this year. And not so much the little guys, except for Golduck. Golduck's going to wreck everything. I actually expect a lot of little guys to interact like how they can capitalize on the big Mm -hmm. ones. Like, one of my favorite teams from Worlds last year involved a Smeargle using Geomancy, and that's the only way you could get Geomancy into the VGC, right? Yeah. And the team, like had three different Pokemon that could use Psyche-Up off of G- the oh, Geomancy boost. That's very cool. Right? And you can just do that now with Xerneas. So skill yeah. swap, any um, Psyche-Up, things like that, I think are going to be extremely fun to work around with. Yeah. With these huge Pokemon. I'm very excited. This just sounds like a lot of fun. I, I'm really it happy. Does. This is going to be like a really cool way to get rid of things like Landorus and stuff like that, which a lot of people were complaining about. I mean, this is this is the shakeup I think the meta needed, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be so much fun, actually. Um, and so... I'm so glad that Primal Groudon is so successful because for the longest time it just got like the crappy end of the mm-hmm. stick because it's like it's been around since Gen three. This is an old Pokemon, yeah. right? And it's never been able to capitalize on the sun that it sets because it was only a ground type. 
and Kyogre was always the king of Ubers for so long, right? And then Oros came around, and it flipped the script, and it is so great to see Groudon being as mm-hmm. successful as it is. All right, let's see. There's not much uh, really cool stuff, actually, about in its trivia. But, well, uh, uh, well, the origin of mm-hmm. Groudon Go for that. Is, um, is modeled after the behemoth in Hebrew, Hebrew Legends, which was the mm-hmm. uh, primal master Gilgamesh. of the land, uh, Kyogre being the Leviathan, and um, Rayquaza being the Ziz uh, of water and air, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really cool, because that's like Hebrew legend and not... Cause, well, they uh, do the same thing with the golems, with the Regis. Those are basically right. Hebrew legend as well. Right. Um, and as I usually do, I make fun of the name, but um, combination of uh, Groudon is ground and Don, Spanish Don meaning Lord. So <laughs> ground Lord is what Groudon comes down to, which is kind of cool. Um, but Don also uh, means tooth in ancient Greek and is commonly used in dinosaur names, which uh, Groudon somewhat resembles. Uh, actually, a lot resembles, but <laughs> yes, it's very basically, much so. it's basically a T-Rex mixed with an Ankylosaurus. Yeah. Um, so in the TCG, actually, um, Bo, you're here today, so you can actually tell me if I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, are, there are a couple of Groudon cards, obviously, right? There's Groudon EX, and uh, we're going to be discussing Primal Groudon EX here um, because it's definitely the card that's hit the hardest in the TCG, I believe, Groudon-wise. And so, Primal Groudon, there's a card from Ancient Origins, or not Ancient Origins, uh, Primal Clash. Um, the Groudon EX from Primal Clash, you don't want the one from Ancient Origins because the Ancient trade is different. Uh, but it's got Omega Barrier, whenever your opponent plays a trading card, trainer card, excluding Pokemon tools and stadium cards, prevent all effects of that card done to this Pokemon. So that's really good, actually. Um, and it has yeah. one attack. Gaia Volcano for four, three fighting energy and one colorless, but you could stack this with, what are they called, strong energies? Yes. Uh, you could use strong energies, and that gives you, what, a 20 or 10 attack boost? 20. I'm pretty 20. sure it gives you 20, yeah. You would know. You ran Mega Lucario deck for a while. Yeah, and so uh, it is 20, because everything in my deck yeah. with from a champ to those was plus 20, and the stadium was plus 20. Yeah, it's insane. So you could, there's a lot of fighting type support out there that could give you, you make this guy a volcano without discarding the stadium card. Uh, it could make it a pretty fearsome attack at maybe about You 80, do want to discard the stadium card. You though. do want to if it's there, yes. Uh, like you want to run like six or seven stadium cards in a deck with it. Yeah. And just always discard it. No, you're, you're, you're right. Because then you'll like one-shot anything. Mm-hmm. You're doing 200 damage for four energy, and it's great. I mean, you can hit a lot well, of things. Well, plus strong really energy, right? Yeah, plus strong energy, you're hitting even harder. You're going to take out literally everything. Yeah. Most, um, megas, even, well, even, most EX, even the Megas are in that 240 range. Yeah, they're around 240. I think, isn't what's isn't Waylord EX pretty hefty? Waylex, Waylord EX is 250. Yeah, 250. I think yeah, that's, that's the highest that's HP the is gone, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have, what's that one stadium that boosts oh, your damage right. against EX by 20 if you're a fighting type? Yeah, there's a... Fighting there's stadium a, mm-hmm. plus uh-huh. two strong energy, that's 260, you've hit it. Yeah. Or you're not even considering the fact that you could add an actual muscle band onto it. Mm-hmm. So that pushes it up another 20, so yeah. it's uh, There's a lot of things that it could just be going on, and it's going to be really intense. Uh, it's a really good card, and I think it did very well at Nationals, at least, that deck. Um it's, uh, it's very exciting. <laughs> its only downside is taking four energies to attack. Yeah, that is 100% true. 
It just takes yeah, a while also, to attack. It also has the same, uh, like the mega rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, your turn ends when you evolve it, and I don't think that there's a. Uh, is there not a spirit link for that? There is a spirit there link is. for it. I'm pretty sure there's a ground on spirit is. link. Okay. I was incorrect then. I believe there's a ground on spirit link. I can double check, but I'm 100%. No, there totally is. Yep. I, I'm like 90% sure. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, it exists. <laughs> okay, you're 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 wrong, Bo. That's fine. You're I, bad, and you should I, feel I, bad. I well, I don't, so... <laughs> Plus, you've got Mega Turbo, so you can um, get the energy on faster. It's got a lot of support going mm-hmm. It's uh, It's going to be a lot of... It's gonna, there's a lot of good stuff going there. Okay, so Groudon, cool Pokemon. And as always, let me plug our writers, including Sublime. Um, if you haven't already, check out Pokepodcast.com. You can learn more about Pokemon stuff just like this uh, by checking out Sublime's articles uh, on the VGC, which are very helpful in it, and learning the VGC if you're new to it. Um, he's so, he's very very good at analyzing the VGC, <laughs> like very good. Um, check out Yushiro, who's really really good at uh, writing articles about the uh, TCG. Um, you can also check out uh, Scrawn doing whatever Scrawn's doing right now. Uh, Mickey Panda doing anime synopses, which are really good. Uh, Viger recapping you guys with the news every week, and uh, I'm forgetting somebody, right? Scott. And um, oh, Snag and Fluffiest are both writing opinion articles, and there you go. Uh, Extra shout out this week, especially they're talking about gender and Pokemon. I think it's a really good topic. Ooh, that's gonna be fun, actually. As we have four men on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, no, it's actually, it's actually we did a, we did an episode kind of sort of on that not too long ago, maybe about a year ago. Yeah, um, I remember. It was right so before I became a writer. Pokemon, yeah. But... Yeah, it was, a, it was a little over a year ago, maybe then. Uh, maybe it's time to touch on that topic again and do another conversation. I think that'd be pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't already, check that out. And uh, we'll be right back at you guys with the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Sending your emails. Your mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome back to the podcast. Our... Uh, as always, our mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Uh, and as always, we will be giving out the mailbag badge to any email that definitely strikes us as awesome. So we will, uh, we will go ahead and we'll do that. Um, also last week, our mailbag question was, what are you most excited for in 2016? So let's see what everybody's going to say. Um, okay. This first one is from Dricker. Hey guys, Dricker here again. I actually work in one of two greenhouses that grow only tomatoes. Oh, that's right. He's the guy that grew, worked in the greenhouse. He's like, I pick a greenhouse that picks tomatoes. I'm like, are there greenhouses that specialize in, like, one vegetable slash fruit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. My I, dad used I don't to know. Plant. I've never worked in a greenhouse. My dad has, like, a master's degree in, in agriculture. That's kind of cool. Oh, cool. It is pretty cool. Um, anyway, uh, I actually work in one of two greenhouses that grow only tomatoes. The one I work in is 24 acres, and our second greenhouse is 18 acres. We grow different varieties in both greenhouses. Tomatoes on the vine, TOV, which is normal tomatoes, 
beef and cocktails. Ah, beef tomatoes, that's cool. Beef tomatoes. Why are they called uh, beef as tomatoes? As for the mailbag, I am really excited to see how Pokemon goes. I don't know if that's a Pokemon oh, Go. No. I have thing. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> if, if done right, it's going to be amazing. Uh, but if the finding Pokemon is too often or not often enough, then it could get annoying. I hope they will allow you to transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go to your cartridge game, but not the other way. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I 100% would, agree with that sentiment. That just wouldn't be fair to have to battle someone with a level 100 if you just started. I'm also excited for a Pokemon Z announcement already. <laughs> thanks for, thanks again for a great podcast, Trainer Dricker. Oh, man. All right. All right, so I get this next one then from uh, Dennis the DDG Maniac. So, here we go. Hi, Thatch and randomly encountered host. It is I, Dennis the DDG Maniac, here for this week's mailbag. I'll be direct. I'm extremely, I'm extremely hyped for next year, and here are my reasons to be so. Uh, one, Pokémon Tournament for the Wii U. Number two, Pokémon Go, my dream come true. Uh, three, possible movie. We know there's going to be a movie. There's a movie every year. With uh, Volcanion. Yeah, with Volcanion. Yeah. Uh, number four, Pokémon Z or Gen six point five. Um. Number five, new plushies and maybe Nendroids. And any other announcements that could come our way during the year. Thatch, I'll leave you eight pictures for Trainer Dricker, uh, who wanted the Mono Fire type team, that I, I'd suggest taking into consideration if you wanted to run a Charizard. The Jolly Darmanitan ability must be Sheer Force and not Zen Mode unless you want to run a gimmick, and then you could substitute Emborb with Infernape with a Ch- Chai Sky for a Life Orb. That's all for now. I'll fade into the shadows and finish my sample article so I can submit it to Scrawn. Spook you all next week. Um, also, I need to get that going. That gallery needs to happen. <laughs> um, people, people I, could, I could forward this possibly to our friend um, Dricker. Yes, that would be great, actually. We should forward this to him. I will forward this to you, Dricker. I have to grab this your to email real fast. But yeah, we're actually working on a, uh, working on a gallery. Um, our friend Antonin is helping me out with the website now. And he, uh, we were talking about putting, a, initializing a gallery of some sort in the very near future. So we're gonna, we're gonna work that out. All right, then. So, uh, Sublime, you get this one from Evie Light. Got it. All right. Hello, Thatch and co-hosts. The thing I am most excited for next year are obviously a new Pokemon game, Z or 7th Generation. I know a new Pokemon game hasn't been officially confirmed for 2016, but it's bound to happen, right? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) Pokemon Go is also something I'm very curious about. I hope they give out more information or at least another trailer soon. I also can't wait to play Pokken Tournament and knowing the final completed roster. Did you guys see Sceptile in the newest edition? Can't wait for you to hear this week's podcast anyway. (laughs) Finally, I'm looking forward to Pokemon Red coming to the Nintendo 3DS eShop. Yes, I will purchase Pokemon Red from the eShop, even though I still own my original red cartridge from the original Game Boy. I have a problem. I tend to purchase everything that Pokemon sells, especially after hearing Thatch talk about it on the podcast. Let me explain. Thanks to Thatch, I have purchased Pokemon Pinball on the Wii U shop, started reading the Pokemon manga, downloaded Pokemon Rumble, Pokemon Shuffle, and recently doubted the new Crane game. Oh god, Thatch, I hope you realize how big of an influence you are to the Puckle community. Pretty soon, I'll start ranting on about how Feraligator is the best Pokemon ever. 
JK. Seriously though, they have all been good purchases, so no regrets. Which reminds me, I want to purchase Puckle t-shirt, but couldn't locate the link. Can you repost it? It's always in thing. the description, actually, of these podcasts. Um, if you haven't, it, just check it out on PucklePodcast.com. It's always in the description of the podcast there. Um, also, it's if you click the extras tab on the website, our store link is there as well. But yeah, keep going, Sublime. And now y'all know where to get it. Yeah. Some other things I'm hoping Nintendo releases in 2016 is a 20th anniversary Pokemon edition of the new Nintendo 3DS. This is why I didn't order pre-order the Hyrule Gold Edition 3DS. Hope I don't regret it. I'd also like to see some sort of download available for the Wii U that would allow us to play Pokemon on our television. Seeing as how Pokemon Stadium may never happen. At the very minimum, something similar to the Super Game Boy for the SNES. Let me know what you guys think. Eevee Light. P.S. Ethan, if you were on the show and as a fellow Eevee fan, have you checked out the Eevee and Eeveelution merchandise at Pokemon Center? There, They even have an essentially Eevee collection. Pretty cool. P.S.S. Thanks to Shamu for the 6IV digital he gave me a couple of months back. I hadn't written into the mailbag to thank him since I received it. Breeding has never been easier. True. Awesome, You've got to have a 6IV ditto. And if you need one... Chat, Puckle Chatbox Meetup, I'll be there tomorrow. As well or with today. like a bunch... Today. Or, I guess today. Yeah, today's <laughs> Sunday, but tomorrow is Monday. Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern is typically when it starts. I'll be on the chat. We can hang out. We can talk about whatever. All right, then. And so you get this next one, then. Uh, next one from Rule, Rule Root, I believe, uh, is his name. Uh, Maximus. Okay. Rule root. Wait, rule root. That's that's his name. No, that's what he calls himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Pokemon Go. It could be very cool. But what I really want to talk about is how the GTS is completely useless. Every time I try to find something, I want to snap my 3DS in half. I was just looking for a shroomish, and there are like 50 trade options. None were reasonable. Example: new. Or a level 9 Sharpedo. This is something we are given by the Pokemon Company, and we have to be used as trolls and turn into a heaping pile of excrement. <laughs> My question is, what or how can we fix it, or has it gone too far? Watch your fruit, rule route special. As in route, as in wireless router. Not rotal router, to unclog the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to get this next one from uh, Antonin, Bo? Antonin, I got it. Hey, everyone. Let's keep it short and sweet. My mailbag. 2016 is going to be an awesome year, and I'm excited about all of it. From Pokemon Go to possible Pokemon <laughs> Red Zed or Blue Z. I actually like, I like that a lot. I like that idea a lot, because I think there's going like to be two it. versions. That would be really cool. I, I, the names caught me off guard. That, but... No, that'd be a really cool name, right? Next year's the 20th anniversary. That would be so cool to just call it Red Z and Blue Z. Right? Red Z and Blue Z. Yeah, I like it. I'm uh, I'm also excited about the re-release of uh, RBY and its local wireless capabilities. Um, by the way, as far as emulation goes, modern desktop emulators can already do this and even though over the internet, too. The issue would be figuring out how to translate 
translates this online trading to the user. I can think of a few ways, but they're all clunky in one way or another. And how about Pokemon Z? Just from the news we've gotten, I could see Nintendo making a remake of Red and Blue with an XY twist to bring in old fans and keep new fans interested. It could happen, right? Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I miss Kanto, but love Kalos. I can't wait to see what happens in the end. Also, I think it's going to be awesome going to local fan-made gym circuits with Go and running my team against another enemy. Those Etsy Pokemon badge stores will turn an awesome profit. Hashtag troll thatch. I just, <laughs> I just don't think it's going to happen the way everybody thinks it's going to happen. Okay? That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, when thatch is done being a wet towel, you can come to my gym. Uh, <laughs> you could already do it. You have a 3DS. Every, if it yes. could be done, it could already be done. But now I have a smartphone and a 3DS that play Pokemon. Thank you. In all seriousness... I think Go has me the most excited. I've mentioned in a past mailbag that I'm going as far as buying a new phone so that I can get Go. Random flip-flop fact. A few weeks ago, I sent in a fact about selling flip-flops and vending machines. It wasn't in Japan. It was in the U.S. Old Navy tested them out in Los Angeles and New York City just last year. They're also out in Australia and all over the world. Like Japan. But... Did you know you can get Pokemon flip-flops or get custom-printed flip-flops? We just checked into we, this earlier. We, we actually did. <laughs> I think it's about time Poco came out with his very own flip-flop line on Etsy. It's like I read this and then but didn't. <laughs> At least for the summer. I know I'd buy a pair. Antonin. That, wow, that's scary. That's we scary. We were, we were legit just talking about that. Just oh, talking about that. Not even half an hour ago. Okay, so I've got this next one from C, um, and the subject line reads, Free Food for Thatch. Um, the council and, I are, council and I have already read it, and it's, uh, it's pretty good. Um, hello, Thatch and whoever you have. I'm sure in your many years of trading Pokemon, you've received a lot of cool things, from legendaries to event Pokemon and even a few shinies. I'm writing in today to offer something different, free food. Based on everything you said through the last two years of listening to this podcast, I've come to the conclusion we live in the same major city. Um, I could be wrong, but let me just say, go Buckeyes, Magna McCry, uh, Michigan. If that that's the correct, if that's correct, awesome. If not, this whole email is for naught. That that is one hundred percent correct. I think I've made no, uh, I spared no expense in saying that I'm from where I am on the show before. Um, I'm the assistant manager at a very popular fast ca fast food casual restaurant, or fast casual restaurant. I will put it in parentheses, please do not say it on the air. Uh, but without further ado, here's my offer. One six IV ditto for one free meal for you and Misty. Uh, <laughs> I guess I've kind of accepted this already. I've sent him a reply in the email, but on the show, I accept as long as you don't get in trouble for doing it. Regardless, I'll come and meet you at your establishment and give you a 6IV ditto regardless of whatever. Uh, <laughs> I love meeting people. Um, I have been a fan of the podcast for two years, and I've listened to you guys every week. This podcast is what got me back into Pokemon after being out of it for 12 years. I figured it was the it was time. Uh, oh, wait, no. I, I would like to do this in order to say thank you. Well, thank you. Um, I'd like to say thank you as well. 
I'm actually transferring halfway across the country in a few months, and I've been meaning to send this email for over a year now, but chickened out every time. Whoa. But with my transfer coming soon, I figured it was time. Also, I just just because I had to tell somebody and none of my real-life friends think it's exciting, I just got my first shiny Pokemon ever yesterday. It was a Wingle. Woo! I just got... I was just grinding for the first gym in Oraz. XP Share makes everything... Uh, makes it too easy. I almost KO'd it because I was not paying attention. I'm very happy I did it. I know shining hunting is not that hard and chain fishing has made it super simple. Well, I mean, it's still a thing. It's still not, like... The odds aren't, like, extremely, like, large. But I wanted my first shiny to be from a random encounter. I've been playing Pokemon for the last two years. I played in Gens 1 and 2 back in the day, but I fell out because I was too old to play Pokemon, in quotes. And have done countless run-throughs with no luck. I'm excited for this wing goal to be my surf, waterfall, and fly pack pack. Well, sorry for the long email. Flip-flops. Sincerely, C. Sent from my Pokenav. That's pretty good. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. I love that. Uh, I've already replied to him, but uh, to make it official, C, if you are listening right now, like you should be because you listen to me every week, uh, thank you for putting up with me. Um, uh, yeah, if you want to hang out and meet up, uh, just shoot me another email back and we can figure this out. Um, you don't have to give me free food. I'll hang out with you anyway. I, uh, it's not that I'm lonely or anything, but I like meeting people with Pokemon involved, and it's a really good time. I wish you weren't leaving sooner, because I, w- I was, like, really hoping to find, like, a friend in a Pokemon that would, like, be like, let's go to League. It'll be really cool, because I don't want to go to League by myself. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, really cool. We should definitely uh, we should definitely hang out. I'd be down for that. All right, so, uh, who's after me? Sublime, you get the one yeah. from R Sigma. Yes. Hello again, Puckle Crew. R Sigma back again to weigh in on retcons from a few weeks ago. The next time we see Whitney, she should be a fairy-type trainer. This one is a little obscure, but Whitney's gym is equal parts fairy, as it is normal. Next time we see her in whatever capacity that is, it would be nice to have another fairy-type leader. Just make Mega Miltank fairy. Oh. I can see it. I'm down. I, I mean, I can see eh. it, I guess. Eh. Yeah, Mega kinda. Miltank? Uh, yeah. With, uh, yeah, no, I'm down. I'm okay with that, yeah. All right, change Slowpoke's evolution method to be similar to Mantike. That's Love true. it. That's a good idea. Yeah, love it. Or give it both. Give it both. Yeah, options. you can give it both. I like that as well. Mega Rayquaza should be blue. Then it could resemble the Azure dra- um, Dragon and join the echelon of the Vermilion Bird Ho-Oh and Kieran Arceus. And this last one, if they want Pokemon to be a competitive game, there should be an ability capsule-like item that can modify the IVs of legendary Pokemon between minimum, near minimum, which is, would be a value of 0, 1, or near max with a value of 30, and max with a value of 31. That way the grind can be in a battle facility instead of L plus R plus select, you know, intuitive design. As for what I look forward to this year, just seeing what the next main series game is would be nice, but I'm curious to see if the apology for Stealth Rock will continue for a certain starter and give a third mega to that Pokemon. <laughs> Charizard. Charizard. <laughs> R Sigma. Uh, what do you think of the ability capsule like idea, Sublime? Just in, I think I know honestly, you've gone through. I think through it is it. inevitable that at some point in some generation, it's not say next generation or even the yeah. generation after that, but at some point there yeah. will be no barrier and to entry. Yeah. It's just a very long way down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Especially Maximus, you get this last one from Deroxys. 
you face Deroxus, triumph lord of the soft resetting region. <laughs> I've finally come back with the current podcast episode so I can write glorious mailbags again. A new job and horrifically addictive other games. <clears throat> Art, survival, golf. <clears throat> had pulled me away from Pokemon for a little while but no more they can never keep me for the long next year has one major huge thing I am excited about over anything else the 2016 World Championship since it's been held in San Francisco this year and I live literally an hour away from there I will be actually able to attend Going to a major Pokemon event has been a bucket list item of mine, and I am exactly excited for it. I'll get some Xerneas swag to show off at Legend Fest 216. <laughs> <laughs> yes! It will be great. Speaking of tournaments, I'm excited about recent events that have inspired me to join in for the UUTC. I won't go into detail here, but let's say a day of soft resetting has left me with something I am super, super excited to try out. Since OU is the only format I can use it in, coming back in OU after a long time in VGC is risky. What do you mean entry hazards are important? But the first draft of this team has shaped up very well, and I'm excited what I'm going to end up with. Oh, also, Pokemon's Mystery, Super Mystery Dungeon is adorable. And I'm a frog, and I'm so cute. Oh. Deroxys. <laughs> Out. Oh, man. So that's it for the mailbag. So was this... That was a good one. That was that pretty was good. good. That was You read that pretty well. <laughs> that's a clap for both Maximus and Deroxys. Yes. <laughs> um, that was good. Uh, so, is there anybody you think deserves the email, the mailbag badge this time, the Green Taurus badge? Deroxus has it, correct? I believe Deroxus yep. has it. Does Dricker have it? I like Dricker's a uh, lot. I do not believe Dricker has it yet. He also educated us on tomatoes. <laughs> he did to educate me on tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, I'm still very. What is a beef commit beef tomato? I'm still very. He hopefully he'll answer me next week and tell me what a beef yeah, tomato Dicker, is. Your mailbag question is to explain um your your beef tomatoes to us. At least explain. You can just Google it. No, it's no, like no it's not. Old. It's not as okay, fun okay. if you Google it. Yeah. Fine, fine. <laughs> just saying, it's not as fun. <laughs> uh, you're ruin. You're ruining the fun of the podcast. <laughs> you're making it a horrible, horrible place to be. I do not believe. I'm a dark type. <laughs> I do not believe Dricker has the mailbag ba- or the Green Taurus badge yet. So, uh, does everybody else like uh, Dricker's email as well? Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, then Dricker, you have the email. Um, I was uh, I was for C because he offered me free ch- or free uh, free uh, free uh, food. Oh well, that's also pretty cool. I mean, but it, it's fine. We can do it. Also, Evie Light did a good email. Evie Light, I think, has it though. I mean, oh, maybe. does he? Who, uh, who said Pokemon Red Z and Blue Z? That was Antonin. Uh, he Antonin, has it. He definitely has it. Yeah, okay. he has it. So it's uh, we're definitely let's let's, let's Dricker or uh, C. All right. Um, 
Call heads or tails? <laughs> heads. Heads. Heads is for whom? I don't know. Dricker. For Dricker. Heads, heads for Dricker. This is awful. This is an awful system. This is how I won the first mailbag, okay? Over <laughs> scissor kick was a coin flip. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it's heads. Heads. So uh, Dricker wins. So Dricker, you get the uh, you get the mailbag badge this week or the Dream Taurus badge this week. Just go ahead and submit it at pucklepodcast dot com, and we will uh, we will definitely hand it out to you. That so, just means see, you have to write in again next week. That's true. Uh, <laughs> that's true. And hopefully we can meet up by then and like have fun stories and everything. So we can also do. Uh, so next week, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about quite yet, um, but. Our friend Jester, actually, he sent us an email with a bunch of questions, uh, which are a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. He wants to... He has some good questions, so let's go with... Uh, I like this one a lot, because we were talking a lot about competitive battling this time with just not to, with the UUTC and with the VGCs. How do you guys test a new team? Uh, do you guys use simulators or battle spot, or what do you guys use? Also, uh, as a second question, I would also like to ask, what are your opinions of the VGC 2016 meta? Uh, send those into pucklepodcast at gmail.com. So, yeah. Um, I guess I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Bosevis. Oh, wait, no, wait, we're not done. We're not done. I totally forgot to do the social media plugs. Yeah, the iTunes thing, please rate us, like us on Facebook, okay. follow us on Twitter, follow us on Tumblr, subscribe to our subreddit, uh, subscribe to our YouTube <laughs> Did I miss this, any? Oh, you're, you're right. Back. I was just gonna t- I usually just tell everybody what they are, though. Uh, so if you would like to uh, like <laughs> us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash pucklepodcast, uh, follow us on Twitter at pucklepodcast, subscribe to our subreddit r slash puckle, uh, follow us on Tumblr at pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, you, can also, um, you can also, as Bo said, subscribe to our YouTube, Puckle Podcast, uh, where we do, right now we're doing weekly videos for uh, a... Uh, nuzlocke series with me and misty going back and forth it's actually been a lot of fun to make so far uh look out for january though where we're going to be adding some more content here in the very near future so i'll look out for that and if you haven't already please review us on itunes um it is one of the best things in the world to find out that we got a new review on itunes it makes me very happy it makes uh pretty much everybody in the council very happy to know that we got a really a really good review on itunes or just a review in general because it means you liked us enough to go on iTunes and then find us. Or we made Again. you mad enough to go review us on <laughs> iTunes and talk a bunch of hate, which is also... And either way, either way, you're touching lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true statement. So either way, you're touching lives. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't already, please do that. And uh, also, if you want some more Puckly goodness during your week, like I always say, come to PucklePodcast.com and chat us up on the chat box for the forums, and we'll definitely be there. And if you haven't already, uh, and you would like to support Puckle in some way, you can donate to us, and you can also uh, you can also buy a Puckle T-shirt where we get we get all the profits go straight to Puckle. I don't see any of it. I don't use it to go buy food or anything with it. I put it all right back into Puckle so we can pay for the website and do all these cool things for you guys. So yeah, um, this time now I'm now I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm now Trainer Bosefis. I'm now Mr. Maxis. And I was once Sublime Manor. And here at the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.